Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works. Every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. And we're back again. Another week, because you can't stop us. Another week, another movie. Let's get hard. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> another yep. week, another movie, let's get hard. Anytime you're watching a kid's movie, let's get hard. <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited for this one, though. Yeah, me too. Our first animated film of the double deuce. Yeah, first animated movie, and it's a Pixar movie, which is, you know, that's that's exciting. Yeah, the double whammy, the double fisting. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask about it. You already know what it means. You already know what it's all about. <laughs> you know, man. Yeah, you get it. You know what's up. But and you know what else is what's up? What's up? Uh, I'm actually wearing one of our new shirts right now. Oh, nice. The Swampies. Nice. Yeah, and I got in the shirts for our winners. So those are going out by the time this episode comes out. They're already in the fucking mail. I'm excited for them to get it. Yeah. Make them take pictures so we can put it on the gram. And be like, hey, now you got your shirt. Do us favors. <laughs> we give you something for yes. free. <laughs> Did you actually think this was free? Yeah. Nothing free is free. <laughs> at the uh, the trade show that I was at, we were giving out like free portraits. Like you could get your free portrait, but everyone would be basically be like, is this free? And we'd be like, yeah, it's free. And they'd be like, is it free free? And we're like, no, it actually is free free. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is skeptical. People are nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's skeptical times. I actually just came back from the grocery store and everybody looks at you crazy. If you go there, I went to the grocery store on Friday just to pick up a green onion. That's all I needed. And I was there, oh, wow. I was there for like 20 minutes. The line was just absurd. See, the lines aren't so bad when I went today. When you're walking around, everybody's looking at you. Like, are you the corona? Are you the corona? The the level of skepticism over other people. And I just want to say, I've hated large crowds since way before this. Like, way before it was cool. <laughs> before it was cool. <laughs> yeah. And I never want anybody to touch me, regardless. So, Someone at work is, like, self-quarantining themselves. Like because they just got back from California. They are basically like, well, like I'm going to self-quarantine myself for two weeks. And then I was like, why are people doing this all of a sudden? Like, I self-quarantine myself every weekend. <laughs> yeah, dude. I self-quarantined myself with a fucking bottle of lotion and a box of tissues. <laughs> and a good movie. <laughs> Ooh, I'm quarantined. And Snowpiercer. Oh, dude, Snowpiercer's so good. I, I only said that because I, sh I showed it to Brianna last night. Oh, really? How did she like it? She liked it. At the end of the movie, she was like, I like that. She was like, but that was really weird. I was like, you saw Parasite and Okja. You should have 
should have known what it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're getting into. But yeah, man, that's such a cool movie. I kind of want to read the book it's based off of. Yeah, me too. There's a lot of sci-fi books I want to go back. Like, I want to read the book that Annihilation is based off of, or the book series that Annihilation is based off of. Yeah. I want to read Dune. Yeah, I should actually, that's something I should actually do before the movie comes out. I read that the uh, the Snowpiercer book is actually two books, and it kind of like pulls from both of them. Like, I think, I think a lot of this movie is related to the second one, but there's a lot of things that happen in the first one that are like kind of tied into this one. But I, I do want to I do want to read it because uh, I'll take all the Bong Joon Ho I can get. Yeah, I was reading like some stuff that he was saying about like the ending of the movie and stuff like that, and kind of like what he believes happened after the fact of that movie, and uh, just really cool. The movie's also super unique. Oh yeah, dude! I I rewatched it fairly recently. I think I talked about it on this, and it's so good. Yeah, I know that baby tastes best. I, when that part happened, Brianna was like, "What the." F- fuck <laughs> <laughs> did you laugh because i laughed when i rewatched it again <laughs> I, I didn't laugh but because I, I, I was just kind of like yeah that is really fucked up <laughs> there's one part though that like every time i see it i'm like oh the part where the guy like, kind of like uses the butt end of the gun to push the knife out of his back oh yeah it for whatever reason that that's cool that yeah that it's just it bothers me i don't know why <laughs> i'm just like oh <laughs> it's a cool movie man i love it but yeah so if anyone hasn't seen it, it's on Netflix. So if you're self-quarantining yourself, you can watch it, you know, with easy access. Yeah. Well, don't blow your load just yet, sir, because with this whole developing situation across the world, this global pandemic, there's been some things happening in the movie world that mm-hmm. will inevitably affect our show. So we we got emails from AMC that they're limiting uh, theaters to like 50% capacity which by me right now, that's not a problem because ain't nobody in there. Well, that's that's actually a, like a New York State thing just regardless of, of where you're going. Like all the restaurants over near me now are like, we're only filling up the building to 50% capacity. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't, See, I haven't gotten, seen any of that for restaurants. Yeah, because I went to a bunch of restaurants like out like in the city uh, this weekend and they were all basically like, get here early because even if it's only half full, we're, we're gonna be not going to be taking people. Um, but I haven't gotten an email yeah. yet from Regal. I think Regal's just like, we don't care. <laughs> Come buy our churros. <laughs> I cannot wait to get into this review, though, because I just need to tell you about my theater experience for Onward. Oh, no. Did you get churros? <laughs> I didn't get churros, no. No. I I think uh, you're going to be really amused by this. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll hold on to that. Yeah. Because when I come up and visit you, I want to go to Regal, and I want to get churros. Okay. Yeah. Hey man, I'll get us I'll get us a round of churros. Cuz I owe you snacks for losing at the Oscars. <laughs> that is true. It was funny when when uh when I won you were like, "Well, good thing you're leaving." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't have to own up on this bet. <laughs> Most weekends now I'm I'm free, so whatever whenever you want to come up, man. Yeah, well, as soon as there's not a uh movies not a virus floating around. Oh, well, yeah, and as soon as there's movies cuz that's the other thing. Besides the capacity limits that they're putting on it, a number of movies have now pushed back their release dates indefinitely. We got Mulan pushed back, A Quiet Place 2, and Fast and Furious 9 pushed back all the way to 2021. Not even a double deuce movie anymore. They said, fuck it, we're waiting a whole year. I don't know why it got pushed back that far. I know. Why not just say, like, we're pu- we're holding off on the release until this stuff dies down and then just put it out in, like, May I wonder if Fast and Furious wasn't corona related. 
Corona related, I should say. But like that just oh. that just seems like such a long time for it to get pushed back for it to be related to just that. Like maybe they're just not confident in it. I don't know why they wouldn't be. <laughs> and or or maybe no, it's you just know like what? you know how a lot of times these stupid fast and furious movies there's a little bit more than just a heist or more than just a job to do. Like Hobbs and Shaw, there was like that. I think that was a virus. Maybe there was some sort of thing in it where it's just like, oh, there's this virus that could wipe out like most of the the world. And then this happens and they're like, uh, even if we do release this after it's all settled down, it's going to be poor timing and poor taste. Maybe. Which is kind of something that fucked. Um, that happened in 2001 with Donnie Darko. Like, they had to change the posters and the trailers because there was a there's like a plane, a plane crash, crash. Which is a big yeah. part of that movie. Mm-hmm. It came out and then it was just out of theaters like immediately, like it got no play. Yeah, you remember the original Spider Man trailer? Oh, with the yeah, with the twin towers and his reflection in his in his eyes. Yeah, they they pulled that. So yeah, maybe Fast Nine has something, uh, or maybe they just drink a lot of Corona in it, and they were just like, eh, now's not the time. Maybe maybe. I feel like that company's taking a real hit right now. Modelo's loving it. Oh, Modelo's is like, yes, fuck them. <laughs> We're going to be the king of shit beer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the last episode we were talking about beer? I think it was. We were talking about <laughs> Four loco. Yeah. Just hardly beer. Yeah. Hmm. Well, that's because when we recorded our last episode, this the, the whole thing kind of was just starting to really be newsworthy i guess or at least it was really starting to like grow and then shit look at it like a week later and now here we are and it's just like uh national emergency yeah like shit really like went down i think that was tuesday this week because like it was becoming a, a concern but like nothing was really happening and then like in one day it was basically like okay all events including all sports leagues that's all canceled like all the schools are closed which is a huge move yeah and then like brianna's match day ceremony got canceled which like i feel really bad for her because that's basically like her entire med school like that's her celebration for that and she's not gonna have that anymore damn yeah like there's there's other things that like i've got a cruise planned in may don't think that's gonna happen anymore they haven't canceled it yet but i'm waiting for it yeah it's questionable choice anyways. Yeah, then the movies, man. Yeah. Hey, man, I rolled the dice today and went to the movies. I was like, eh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we should actually, uh, maybe on this, maybe now is a good time to bring it up. Like, we're tr- we're wondering what to do with, you know, our, our episodes for the next couple weeks. So. Ah, yes. So with that, we've been talking about type of little bonus episodes that we can do to maybe set up a Patreon. So we have a couple of ideas for different kind of like gimmicks for episodes. They might be a little bit shorter, but maybe during this time, like if we don't have a standard review to do because we can't go to the movies, then maybe we do them for free for just a regular episode. So we might do some retro reviews. We might do some kind of digging up uh, suggestions for things that you could watch at home. Maybe we dig through like some of our favorite picks for like the different streaming services because if you're just stuck at home and you're not going out to buy something or rent something, you might want to know what's good out there on Netflix. Snowpierce is a great choice. And uh, they actually just added some movies on Hulu from 2019. Like I just watched uh, Art of Self-Defense with Megan. She liked it a lot. I lo- I loved it. That's a good one. I think I liked yeah. it a lot more. I-, I liked it better the second time. I was like, damn, that was, that was so funny. Like I was laughing a lot. 
<laughs> the part where he punches his boss in the throat just oh my god kills me oh yeah and he just has like a pair of boobs on his computer <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> and they're like but they look almost like they're from like a like a medical book like they don't look sexual at all like <laughs> it looks just they're just matter of fact boobs <laughs> oh man that's a good one but yeah i mean I think we're going to, we're going to, you know, if you listen to this episode and you think this is a good idea, you'd like it. We were talking about possibly doing another like bracket type thing. March Madness is canceled. Maybe people need a bracket. Yeah. But (laughs) I don't know. Like we were talking about doing a bracket. Maybe people vote in what like their favorite movie of all time is or something like that. And then we'll do, uh, you know, the top choices and we'll uh, do a bracket. Then maybe we'll do a retro review that way. I mean, if we're not going to be reviewing current episodes, it might be fun to get the Swampies involved and do some stuff, you know, like that. Cause uh, it, it at least doesn't yeah. sound like we're going to be, you know, after our next episode, it doesn't sound like we're going to hit a current movie. And for a couple weeks, I, it would seem that way at least. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what else is coming out. We do have one other movie planned as of now to come out next week. Uh, did you see the movie we're doing next week yet, Colin? No, I was going to see if I could uh, get to that tomorrow. Okay. Well, you keep me updated, but worst case scenario, if you can't get out to it, if it's not worth the risk, we already got a backup plan. We're going to make sure you Swampies still have an episode. We're going to stay consistent for you guys. We're not going to have anything better to do anyway, so we may as well record some episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, but they might be a little bit different. But that's a good reason for you guys to stay in touch with us on social media because then you can tell us what we're going to review next. Yeah, and... uh that's something that we've been talking about even since we started the show, like, or even before, because we were like, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to get to, uh, to the movies, like, for every movie, you know, or every week or whatever. So we we're like, we should probably do some retro reviews. And we really haven't done any except for our two, you know, uh, holiday themed episodes, because we did the Halloween one and the Home Alone one. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe this, this is probably a good time to do another one. Yeah, absolutely. And we have, like, a lot of, like, remakes and reboots and stuff coming out this year. And we have a lot of, we have Christopher Nolan coming out with a movie. We talked about maybe doing like a retrospective on Christopher Nolan's career. So like there's a lot of good stuff out there that we can go back and talk on. And there's a lot of movies that we've talked about on this show while discussing other movies. That want, the ones that are like obvious favorites of ours be, just because we, we bring them up all the time. So maybe that's like a good time that we kind of take a step back and talk about that stuff. But I don't know. We're going to figure it out. The point is... The ball's going to keep on rolling for you guys. Yeah. So, and yeah, like I said, if, if you guys have a cool idea, shoot it our way. We always like to hear from you. So, yeah. Something will be coming out. We just don't know what yet. That's right. And Trailer Park. Wow, man. Wow. <laughs> really hitting them. <laughs> Damn. I told you, man. It's the new thing for the double deuce. It's the it, new you thing. Me. You're never going to end up. me. I know. That's going to be the fun of it. You're not going to know when it's going to happen. My new chair has got a recliner on it, and I fucking just went all the way back. <laughs> blew, blew me all the way back. <laughs> yeah. I hit the wall. Blew you there's away. No, there's a hole in the drywall now. Oh, God. Yeah. You turned into a real Kyle on that one. <laughs> My monster energy hat is stuck in the wall. It's crazy. Oh, of course, because you were wearing it backwards. Yeah, so brim yeah. in the wall. <laughs> I got you. I I usually I am wearing a hat right now. I usually wear hats backwards, so good call on that. I don't do backwards hats. I don't think they look good on me backwards. I, I'm not a fan of the style for me personally. Yeah. 
I never think they look good forwards on me, so that's why I always wear them backwards. There you go. Well, do you bend the brim on your hats? Slightly. Very slightly. Okay. I feel like the bent brim is more of like a sports fan thing to do. And then like the flat brim is more of like a I'm fucking cool thing to do. I usually get like I I like the snapbacks. I'll get like a flat rim snapback and then just bend the rim just slightly. That's usually what I'll do. Yeah. I used so. to be a bend the rim guy. I used to bend the fuck out of that rim. Not crazy. No, I never really bent it. I did like what you do with the slight bend. But now mm-hmm. I like to keep them nice and flat. Oh, okay. But I take the All stickers right. off. Oh, you I take the take labels the off, off, though. Yeah, why Why would you do Some that? Some people leave them on, and it's just like, yeah, because then it fades weird, and you have this this circle that's darker than the rest of it. It's stupid, because yeah. it's going to peel off eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not into that life. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, hat talk over. What movie are we doing a trailer for today? Well, our main character in this movie actually wears a hat, so it just makes sense. We are talking... Wait, really? Who wears a yeah. hat? The main character, when he's a human. Oh, in the movie we're talking about. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. And when he's not a human. Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. So we are talking Soul. Yes. Which is uh, the Pixar movie that, you know, we're getting two Pixar movies this year, which is really cool. And at the moment, Soul is slated for June 19th. Hopefully it comes out then. Wow. But That's really close together. Yeah, they are really close together. And you know what? Like, I think this movie's release might also affect the release of the last movie that we did at Trailer Park on, which is Candyman. Because there are two movies that, you know, uh, black protagonist. Well, this movie is already going to be breaking ground because it's going to be the first time Pixar, a Pixar movie is led by, by a like you said, a black protagonist. So mm-hmm. so that's really cool that they're breaking up. And that's uh, Jamie Foxx, right? Yeah, Jamie Foxx is in this movie. Uh, Tina Fey is in this movie. David Diggs from Blind Spotting is in oh, this, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, all of those people are awesome so far. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to, to this one. And th- it looks like it's kind of, like aesthetically, it looks very similar to Inside Out with like the little sprite characters or whatever. But I was I really dug the way the Inside Out characters looked, and I I really like the uh, the writing team on this. Pete Docter is uh, basically the writer and director, but he was a writer on the original Monsters Inc. He was the writer of Up. Like he's he's got his hands all over some of the great Pixar movies. So I don't know. I I think this is going to be good, and making it the movie with the first uh, black protagonist. I have a feeling that they were probably like we're not going to like throw some schlock together like the good dinosaur because that movie you know was dog shit like i have a feeling this is gonna be really good yeah fingers crossed obviously mm-hmm. I, before we used to be like oh man i really hope we get some good movies now i'm just i hope we get movies yeah really yeah but uh yeah so i mean there's we literally got a trailer yesterday of this i've seen it have you seen it yet i haven't seen the new one i only saw the first one which is more like a teaser yeah so we've got a we got like a full a full trailer now um, so you want to do that one? Yeah, let's let's take a peek at that shit. What the? Yeah, there's his hat. Yeah, he, he does what wear a hat. What is this place? What's your name, honey? Uh, I'm Joe. I teach middle school band. Got it. Go for it. Today started out as the best day of my life. Back here tonight, first show's at 7. Yes! Woohoo! You know what that's gonna say? Joe Gardner! 
I really dig the aesthetic of this movie. Yeah. Must have been sudden for you. Like that, I think looks so cool with the black and white and stuff. Yeah. Well, it looks super unique and it doesn't look like anything Pixar's really done. Yes, like the character design, I agree. Kind of similar to Inside Out, but. Whoa, this is, is that, really cool. Like, isn't that awesome? Is this heaven? No. Yeah. It's the great before. This is where new souls get their personalities, quirks, and interest before they go to Earth. Meet 22. I don't want to go to Earth. Stop fighting this. I don't want to. So 22 is Tina Fey's character. Hey, look, I already huh. know everything about Earth, and I don't want anything to do with it. You're missing out on the joys of life, like uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely Tina Fey. I can't smell. We can't. We can't taste either? All that stuff is in your body. No smell, no taste. Or touch. See? Okay, I get it. Wow. It's my life. Is all this living really worth dying for? You're still And this movie looks, like, deep. Especially for kids. Back? It looks real deep. <laughs> yeah. Wait, not me! Uh-oh. Hmm, that's weird. What is it? 151,000 souls go into the great beyond every day, and I count every single one of them. The count's off. Huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, this looks crazy. Yeah, I'm really into this. This looks pretty mature for, for a kid's movie, but a lot of Pixar movies have been. But I really like a lot, you know, the aesthetic and the, the, you know, the real world, whatever you want to call it, I think looks super cool. And the characters, like the little, I don't know, sprites or whatever. And it, like especially the ones that are like two dimensional, they're like more geometrical. I really dig that also. This definitely gives me more of like an inside out vibe with the way their characters look. Because even in Inside Out, they had sections where they would go through like different worlds and they would do different styles of animation. Now, this looks really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, like you said, seems like really mature, I'd say. Because, I mean, it's basically all revolving around death, kind of. I mean, yeah. I'm sure it's it's using that as a way to show like how important life is. But still, it's like his soul left his body and it's like looking. I don't know. It looks trippy as shit. Like, I, I'm really into that. I, See, I'm glad we did this trailer because the other one doesn't really tell you a lot about what the movie's going to be tackling. Mm -hmm. And this one, you have a much better insight. And I'm really into Like, I already wanted to see it before because it's like, oh, new Pixar movie. It looked cool just from the first trailer, like, aesthetically. And then now this, I'm like, fuck, I'm in. Yeah. Like, you know, the maturity of this movie actually reminds me a lot of Up in that, you know, like, Within the first five minutes of Up, you're like crying because you're like, what the yeah. fuck? But I mean, that's great though because Up is regarded as like one of the best Pixar movies ever made. Right. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. Like you said, the first trailer didn't give you much. I liked the way it looked, but I didn't know anything what it was going to be about. And this has me way more, you know, I'm I'm sold now, you know, just from like an animation standpoint. I'm, I'm really digging this. It's a, this is definitely like much more of a contrast to when we did our Onward trailer park because we were like, oh, I'm not really like digging the way the characters look in this and stuff like that. This one, I'm I'm all in. Yeah. Well, that was more you for Onward. You were like, oh, I'm not sure. And I was like, I don't know. I think it looks cool. <laughs> I keep look, going back to like the parts where it's like in the the real world and like the backgrounds and stuff have become so good. 
where like they almost just look photorealistic with like a stylized character in there. Oh yeah, I'm really impressed with, with some like the city parts of this. Yeah, Pixar fucking kills it at that, and that also will relate to Onward too because, you know, it's yeah. still Pixar, and that's just like kind of the style they they do now. Yeah, I'm not sure how many people are actually in this movie, like hard hitters. The uh, the the IMDb for it actually doesn't have a very long cast list, but. Uh, Jamie Foxx, Tina Fey, I like them, and like we said, I I love David Diggs. Um, I just watched Blind Spotting again actually recently. So nice. I think that one's on HBO or something. Yeah, I'm. It's on Hulu. I think this is actually I've, probably the most excited I've gotten for a new Pixar movie in a while. Like new as in like a new property. Because onward, I wasn't like too invested in based on the trailers, and then Coco, I thought looked really cool. But I didn't see it right away. It wasn't something that I, you know, was like, I need to get to see it, like, you know, right away. I think I saw it maybe after it was in the theaters for like three weeks. I'm probably going to see this right away, regardless yeah. of the podcast. Like, I, I, I want to see this right away. Yeah, definitely. You got any more? No, that's it for me. All right. You want to get the fuck out of here? Get me the frig out of here. I want to go. <laughs> All right. So we made it to the, to the to what everyone's here for. And before we get to the movie, I just have to tell you about my movie experience going to see this. Oh, please do. So I saw this about a week and a half ago. And when I went and saw it, I was like, I'm going to go tonight. Because I, I asked my brother, I was like, you want to go with me? And he was like, oh, I'm not sure. Like, he wasn't too into like the idea of seeing it. So I was like, I'm going to go. So I pulled up my Regal app and it was listed in IMAX. And I was like, oh, cool. I can see it in IMAX. And then it was listed in standard. And then it was listed in 3D. Oh, and it was listed in RPX. So I was like, oh, dope. Like, we saw Endgame in RPX. Like, maybe I'll go see this in RPX. And then below it, it was listed in 4DX. And I was like, what the fuck is 4DX? So basically, I went to go see this movie in 4DX. And you get in the theater. And it's like a modest size theater. But it's got stadium seating. And every chair is huge. And elevated because every chair moves. <laughs> what? Yeah. So it's like, like a roller coaster? Literally. Yeah. So I and I went at like late at night. Like I went like I forget what it was, like eight or something like that. But it, it was like me and like four other people in the theater. Nobody was sitting with each other. But yeah, the theater has chairs that move with everything in like the movie when it's happening. And there's a button on the chair. That says basically water on, water off. So if you want to get wet when watching this movie, you can get oh. wet. <laughs> Bro, I'm wet just hearing about it. <laughs> so I left that on. But yeah, so like you left it on. Hell yeah, I left it on. <laughs> Man, I want to know what stuff sprayed you in this movie. <laughs> but there's, uh, you know, some certain certain scenes with water and stuff like that. They actually like fog up the movie theater and when there's like spells being cast, there's like strobe lights and different colored lights that go off. And uh, oh man, I gotta, I gotta come up there. It was crazy. And you know the part how there's like that lizard that like slithers around the house real quick towards the beginning, when like yeah. he slithers around the people's legs, they shoot off like air around like your ankles, so it feels like the lizards like right under your feet. Oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, it was it was weird and it was really cool. I don't know how many times I would actually go see a movie in it just because like especially I was surprised how much that thing actually whips you around. So during the action scenes, like it was like an actual ride. That's awesome. But it'd like, be hard to eat popcorn. 
Oh, no, it was. It, they did it like there's like a little, you know, how when you go to like the Dolby Theater and it was like, this is what Black was like before. Now, he, and it just shows you the demo. Yeah. They do a demo for this theater also, and it's like a car chase. And I had a full bucket of popcorn and it was like whipping the popcorn around the theater. <laughs> so that's why you get churros. Exactly. So, no, it was. It was crazy, but certain things like when they're in cars were really cool because the seat will just kind of like it felt spot on, but it would like while they're driving, it would just like the chair would just very subtly like vibrate and then like bump a little bit as if you were like hitting bumps in the road and stuff like that. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's I went and saw Onward uh, in the 4DX theater, which I'd never heard of. But yeah, it's a 4D theater that you can see like I guess whatever is like the most popular movie at the time. I, I said to one of my friends, I was like, I could only imagine seeing like Endgame in that theater or something crazy. No, you'd shit yourself. <laughs> Fast and Furious, go see it there. <laughs> oh, that's where we got to do Fast 9 that in would 2021. Be, it would be so awesome. So, yeah, man. 4DX, I'd never heard of that before. Yeah, uh, instead of water, you get sprayed with Drakkar Noir. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine what they would use like the effects for and that. They're like, how can we squirt water at people during Fast and Furious? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Maybe- it's sweat dripping off of Vin Diesel's forehead. That's, that's what I was going to say. It's just like some man sweats. <laughs> Every time he says something for his family, it squirts you with water in your crotch. <laughs> I just love that the seat has a button. It's, it's water on, water off. I was like, oh, you know I'm getting wet. <laughs> oh, dude. Jungle Cruise? Have you seen the trailer for that yet? Uh, I actually haven't. I know that the trailer's out, but I haven't watched the trailer yet. But yeah, that that would be crazy. <laughs> you go see that. I, you know, I'd love it if they were just like, we're doing a special showing of a movie in our 4DX theater. What movie is it? It's Waterworld. And it's just <laughs> the stream of water is just on the entire movie. <laughs> and you're just soaking wet by the end of it. <laughs> One of my friends asked me, like, did, did you actually get like wet, wet or like what and i was like no like i wasn't like soaked or anything but there's like parts where like they were like messed up the theater like hard body <laughs> and like i actually felt my hair at one point and it was like pretty dewy no <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's crazy yeah i gotta get down on that when you come visit like and i'm assuming that all this stuff is blown over when you come down we'll just go see whatever's playing in there hell yeah that's awesome but yeah, man. So onward. Onward we go. Onward we go. I think if you listen to our trailer park of this, I think we, at least I was, kind of like cautiously optimistic, if that's the right word, or maybe skeptical. I don't know. Yeah, you're somewhere in between the two, I'd say. The one thing that this had going for it was that Dan Scanlon was the uh, director and writer on it. Dan Scanlon did Monsters University, which is actually one of my favorite uh pixar movies it's probably in the top half hot take here but i actually like monsters university better than monsters inc wow yeah so i haven't seen monsters university i i actually really like it i always felt like monsters inc was more cutesy than anything like i felt like a lot of it relied on the cute factor of boo and i felt like monsters university just had more relevant like subject matter like i think the messages that it gives to kids are much better than than the ones in Monsters Inc. So okay, I I always liked Monsters U a lot. I think it's an underrated Pixar movie. But he's the writer and director on it. And then uh, Keith, I think it's Bunin or Bun. He's a writer on it. He actually he was the writer on Horns. Do you know that movie? 
The one with Daniel no. Radcliffe with horns? <laughs> That's literally the movie. Oh. <laughs> I've seen the poster for it on Netflix or something. Yeah, but I think the cast is really the thing that everyone's going to be excited for because this movie has a pretty good cast, at least like the, you know, the hard hitters in it. Well, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you got some fucking Avengers in there. No, I was going to say like, when I say hard hitters, I just mean like your main characters. I think all your main characters are people to get get excited about because Tom Holland plays Ian. He is your main character. And I think we mentioned it earlier, but Tom Holland is just like on fire because. Oh, yeah, he's killing it right now. From 2019 to 2021, he has 13 movies coming out. Like what? How? Really? <laughs> yeah. 13? 13 from last year up until next year. And I mean, even that's this year, this is already his crazy. second movie that's come out this year because he was in Doolittle. Was he? Oh, he's probably like an animal. Yeah, he was an animal. Actually, him and another person in this movie uh, was also in Doolittle. But Chris Pratt is also like, he's he's the brother. He's Barley. Everyone knows him. Well, I shouldn't say everyone knows him from every, like, I was going to say the Avengers movies is what everyone knows him from, but he's blowing up too because he's in Jurassic World and Guardians and... Uh, if you want to just talk animated movies, he was in the Lego movie too last year. So that's right. But he's gotten insanely popular. I, I thought it was really cool that Julia Lewis Dreyfus was in this movie. She's not in a ton anymore, but I mean, if you like Seinfeld, right. I think that's always really cool. She's bigger now for Veep more recently. Yeah, yeah. And her breakout role in Downhill. <laughs> I was gonna, I was gonna say she's also in uh, the Disney classic Planes. If you want to just talk about <laughs> animated movies. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Yeah. But I, I always think that's cool when, when she pops up in something because, you know, Seinfeld's regarded as one of the greatest you know sitcoms ever. So. Right. And then, yeah, Octavia Spencer, she plays the Manticore and she was also in Doolittle. And this isn't her first time in a in a Pixar movie because she was also in, in Zootopia. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, is Zootopia a Pixar movie? I think Zootopia might just be Disney. Yeah, that's just Disney. Yeah. She has voiced like characters before, though, and been in animated movies, so. Uh, those are okay. like those are your four four main. I would say I don't know if there's anyone else after that that you would you know really need to touch on. Not really. Maybe the police chief. Yeah, yeah, I could I could see that. But for the most part, the movie kind of just follows the two brothers. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I think that's a good spot to start with. Is this movie is basically a like a quest movie? It seems like a quest movie, or it's like a, almost like a it's like a buddy road trip movie, kind of. Yeah, no, definitely. But the the parts that involve the actual quest, I I really liked. There's some side plot stuff that it goes back to, and I wasn't nearly as invested in it. But the quest stuff, I loved. Yeah, man, it, it was hitting it was hitting some some sweet spots. Yeah, I said this like to everyone after I saw it, basically. And this is definitely going to affect my grade, but based on like my sensibilities, this movie hit so many notes for me. The family aspect hits really hard. The brother aspect hits really hard. And then just like all the nerdiness was like on point. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. I mean, I feel like if you've ever played D&D, regardless of like if you're big into it or just like you've played it a couple times which is i've only played D like maybe like three or four times but it's really fun and i think if you've done that before you're gonna really like this and if you've been into like any type of card game like magic the gathering or like if you even that game munchkin that we talked about on i think our last episode if you've played that before i think it's gonna hit really hard i mean if you like lord of the rings it's like all of that stuff is going to make you like this movie. Yeah, it, it really plays off of the fantasy adventure genre really well, while also not necessarily being a fantasy. Because it's, it's, I mean, the whole premise is that these are essentially fantasy characters who then 
technology came along and then the world kind of modernized and went away from magic and all of this stuff. So now it's like all of those fantasy elements exist, but they're all modernized. So like they have regular jobs and like they go to a high school and the mascots, the dragon, you know, like, yeah. So it kind of just like neutered this old world of like knights and valor and fighting dragons and wizards and stuff like that. And just made it what we know today. Soft and doughy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought the, the world building that was really cool. Yeah. You know, in the, in the trailer, they, they show you the potential for what the world is, but they didn't, I don't think in the trailer, they really described that. Like they didn't explain that part too, where it was like magic and all this stuff like is real. And it used to be like common for all the people, but now technology has basically moved everyone away from it. Yeah. Like that I thought was all really cool, especially like the parts where he's like, oh, you like, you need to get like uh, this type of stone and he like goes through like all of his cards and stuff and he like pulls it out or like the location cards of like different like magical like places. I thought all that was super cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, this movie's a great way to sell Magic the Gathering cards. It No joke, because I used to be in, into it, especially when we were playing in like band and stuff the closers i was almost like man i kind of want to get like magic cards out <laughs> yeah but yeah man i uh all my sensibilities were like it was hitting all of them it really spoke to me and i think that's gonna play a large part into how much you like the movie like if if all those things hit for you as well you're really gonna like it i was into just seeing the fucking patches and posters for chris pratt's room and his van and his vest and everything yeah little metalhead really cool. guy mm-hmm I was like, I really want to buy an Orc Blood album. <laughs> they seem dope. His character reminded me so much of, there's a, a Jack Black video game called Brutal Legend, and it reminded me so much of, of uh, like, the character model for, for or just that character. Yeah, kind of kind of beefy, top-heavy metalhead guy. Yeah, especially his character. I connected so much with Chris Pratt's character. I don't know where you want to go from here. Well, we can talk animation. I want to talk the animation style, definitely. Okay. It's one of my early notes is like the amount of detail in the animation in this movie is bananas. Like you were talking about in the trailer for Soul, how it's photorealistic animation of a city. In this one, it's fun because it, I mean, some of the houses are like mushrooms and stuff like that. And some of it is still fantasy, but it looks so real and detailed. And like, there's like actual grain to the wood and like, those fibers in their hair it's crazy but then you have like these really stylized characters yeah i actually i i felt like the like you were saying the backgrounds and stuff were super impressive even after seeing the movie i'm still not a fan of the character models really oh yeah yeah and you know what? it's weird like i mentioned monsters U. the potential that this movie had to give you so many different like creatures and stuff reminds me a lot of monsters you or monsters inc and i kind of like it better i felt you got like more unique looking characters in monsters you than in this and in general like i felt like the characters in monsters inc and monsters you i think visually look more impressive like all like the fur and stuff on sully there just there wasn't much in this movie that was hyper detailed and i think when you've got these backgrounds that are like crazy and then these characters that are like a little bit more you know, cartoony, it fell a little bit more flat for me. I just, I expect more from Pixar. So I was kind of like, okay, I was kind of just, especially like if you look at new like IPs that they've put out, the last one I think was Coco and the character models in that movie are just bananas. Like technically yeah. that is so crazy what they pulled off in that movie. 
and I don't know. I just felt like this was a little bit of a step down. Okay, I can I can see where you're coming from that for that. See, for me, not having like an animation background, like it didn't bother me nearly as much. Yes, they did stand out a little bit. I think there wasn't enough balance, but it it didn't take me out of it completely. Like I feel like if you just toned down the world they were living in a little bit, or if you just add a little bit more realism. But then I think if you added more realism to their characters, it would have made them like a little bit too scary, kind of for kids. Uh, yeah, possibly. I mean, that's that is one thing. And Monsters Inc. and Monsters Do the characters are definitely way more cutesy. But like, imagine you added like a realistic looking skin to either Chris Pratt's character or some of like the high schoolers and stuff. And they're all like these green and purple, like fleshy things, you know? Yeah. Whereas yeah, I feel I, like I in Monsters Inc. you had some things are furry. So even if you make it look real, it's like it's still furry and cute, you know? Yeah. I was going to say, I think in, in Monsters U, there's a lot more things that could have been grotesque, but they make them <laughs> they make them look more cutesy. If that makes sense. Yeah. But also the world that they exist in matches the style a little bit better. This is like a drastic contrast between the two. It's like this super realistic world and then these hyper stylized characters. Yeah. Honestly, though, like I kind of was complaining about it and I, I stand by that. Like I do. I was a little disappointed with it. That being said, it is Pixar. It's probably going to be better than anything that comes out from any other studio this year. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. I couldn't believe it when I was looking at it. I'm just looking at all the details in the back like, holy shit. Yeah, I I can tell from the trailers already, like, I'm going to dig Souls animation more. But that's, you know what, like, the human characters live in the human world, and I think it looks better. And then you've got those, like, sprite characters in Soul that are living in a completely more trippy world and stuff like that. So I think it works better with Soul than it does in, like, this, where it's basically, like, a human looking city that's hyper realistic that that has like super stylized characters in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. That's just the look on it though. I actually like the actual animation, the way they move. I really dug all that because there's so many different characters and they all have to move different ways. So like, for instance, there's like a gang of pixies and they all have to like kind of like hop on each other and stuff like that. And even like the manticore is like really big and the way she moves is different. So I thought the animation itself was all top notch. It was just like the look of the characters bothered me a little bit. The design more so than the way it's animated. Yeah. I feel that. (laughs) Now we touched a little bit on kind of the themes of this movie. Do you want to start blowing doors open on spoilers? Because I feel like if we want to get into the actual, the story and what kind of things really resonated with us, I feel like we're going to have to start to spoil things. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. There's going to be stuff that's definitely a spoiler, and there were some surprises for me, but I think a lot of people, the basic crux of this movie, you're going to know already because they basically tell it to you in the trailer. But yeah, just just warning, we're going to do spoilers from here on out. Yeah, spoiler alert, you fucking swampies. (laughs) (laughs) We love you. Um, (laughs) Yeah, term of endearment. (laughs) but yeah so i mean the main crux of this movie the thing that like sets everything in motion tom holland's character he's definitely like a bit of a loner he turns 16 and their mom basically is like hey when you and your older brother were both 16 your father told me to give this to you and they established that his father had passed away basically before tom holland's character could 
get to meet him. I I, right. I didn't get this. Did he die after he was born? He was just too young to know him, or did he die like before he was born? I think he died before he was born. Okay. Like his mom was probably pregnant. Yeah, but basically it's this it's the staff, and this was shown all in the trailer. But basically, he's like, hey, here's the spell. If you if you do it, it'll bring me back for one day. And they do the spell, but something goes wrong, and it only brings back the bottom half of them. So their dad's back. Nice. It's only, <laughs> oh yeah, but um, <laughs> but it's only the bottom half of them, and they need to go on this quest to get another stone because the stone broke to bring back the rest of them. That's like the main plot. So it kind of yeah. starts off as a like a father son movie, but it it changes, and I actually really like the way it changes a little bit. Yeah, I had a feeling. I actually wrote that down. I was gonna. I was going to ask you, because as I was watching it, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to hit Colin, like, for sure. Because I know we've talked about it. Like, I know, like, a lot of, like, the family themes really resonate more strongly with you. And I, I feel like this is an interesting turn that it takes because, like, the father-son stuff really resonates strong with me now. And, and I actually brought Logan to go see this. Yeah. So he, he was in the theater with me. I actually wanted to know how that how that was for for you and him. Like, did he like it or? Oh, he loved it. Awesome. I'll talk about it when we talk about the climax, really. But he he doesn't always react when we go see movies to the movie necessarily or appropriately to the movie. I'd say mm-hmm. a lot of times he's like he's watching and he's enjoying it and he has fun, but he's mainly quiet. And then if he sees something he likes, he'll point and he'll laugh at it or whatever but it's nothing it's nothing too wild that he has reactions for but when we get to the climax man the the gear change on this kid when stuff started (laughs) ramping up was like i I haven't seen him really react like that in a theater yet so it was really cool that is cool yeah man i mean the movie was hitting me already I'll, I'll tell you, like, the movie actually made me tear up on multiple occasions. Yeah, me too. And for different reasons, like, in the beginning of the movie, when they bring their dad back, and they're, like, basically, like, dad, is that you? And they're, like, doing the thing where they're, like, tapping on his foot and stuff like that. Yeah. That was hitting me. And also, like, how the fuck are they making me connect with a pair of slacks? <laughs> like, yeah, right? <laughs> they do a great job of, like, making that an emotional moment when it was really supposed to be, like... Or it wasn't supposed to be, but in you know, it's it's kind of a a stupid scenario. Right. I was just like, man, only Pixar could do this. <laughs> it's just like the music and the sound and everything. It was just it's like super sweet. And that was hitting me. And then when it changes like towards the end of the movie, when it's more about like your brothers and stuff, that hit me like super hard. Especially just because like my parents have always told me, like, you know, you guys gotta look out for each other because like when we're gone, like that's who you're going to have is, is each other. So a lot of the themes in this movie were like really powerful for me and all this stuff towards the end. Like I just thought it was like super sweet. I, I, I teared up like twice in this movie. Yeah. I had a feeling the, the brother stuff was definitely going to get you. Cause I know, I know we've talked about that before, but at, at one point I was writing down my notes. I was, I wrote, damn, my eyes have welled up twice now. And then three moats later, I said, make it three times. <laughs> <laughs> it just kept coming, man. Yeah. But Pix- Pixar loves to make you cry. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I feel like Pixar is like, that's like their MO is like, how can we make all the grown dudes in this theater just cry? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get them. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was, again, it hit me so hard on like all my sensibilities. Like I, I felt so much like, man, this movie was made for me. <laughs> like, and, and you know what? Like, I'll say this. 
I definitely don't think that this is like the best Pixar movie or anything like that. Probably not even close. Like there's there's some things in this movie that I don't like. I I don't really like the Manticore subplot with the mom. Like every time it cut back to them, I wasn't invested in that like at all. I was just kind of like get back to like the brother stuff. And there's definitely a lot of like conveniences in this movie because like magic and stuff like that that I was just kind of like, all right, like whatever, like that could have been done better. But all that being said, the themes and stuff in it definitely bumped it up for me. Like I had a better time just because I was like, it was hitting me so hard, you know? Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Like I laughed a lot, almost brought me to tears a couple of times. Like there's emotion to this movie. There's excitement. And I couldn't think of a moment where I was just like, oh man, cut this scene out. This was, this was a waste of time or you could have sh- shaved some time off of here. Maybe the stuff with the mom and the manticore was felt a little bit like a hiccup on the road, but I think they needed, they didn't have anything pursuing them. There's no antagonist to this movie. Yeah, there really isn't. And it's, that's something that's kind of a little bit of a bummer is that like, it's established really on in the movie. Like they're lead, they're going into a trap essentially. So there's people trying to find them, but even the people that are trying to find them, like I didn't want them to find them, even though they were trying to like help them. Yeah. Because, like, basically, I just felt like even, like, the villain of the movie wasn't a big enough villain for me to actually give a shit about them, if that makes sense. Like, right. I just wanted them to, like, no matter what, complete the goal. Yeah, it never felt like the odds were really that stacked against them. Yeah, I agree with that. Do you want to talk about the finale, the ending, and the what the what went down? Because yeah, yeah, the, that's the that. last bit of notes that I have. Yeah, let's go into that. There's a few other things that I have left, but let's hit the climax. So they get they get to their destination, which they pop out and they're like, oh, shit, we're basically back where we started. That sucks. And then there's kind of a moment of defeat. And then uh, blah, 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 dragon fight, right? That's the, that's your big payoff. When that dragon assembled, two things happened for me. One, because the dragon is made is like a curse. He pulls from, quote unquote, the mountain because that it was a mountain there, but now it's like his high school. So it pulls like all the you know rocks and the fucking everything from in the school vending machines, and it creates this dragon out of it. And I loved when it turned around, and the face of the dragon was the cartoon mascot face that's painted on the side of the building. Yeah, I laughed like a considerable amount. And then every time it roars, it's like a class bell ringing mm-hmm. with mixed in with the roar. I was like, that's fucking amazing. I love that. <laughs> the design of that was really cool, too. Yeah. I like how they were able to kind of make it emote a little bit with like the rubble and stuff. Because like there's like two pieces of like stone that kind of like just go diagonally and make it like, you know, like angry eyes. <laughs> yeah. But that was great. It made me laugh. But that's the moment when like. Because Logan was kind of like cuddling with me a little bit. He was like leaning into me as we were watching the movie. That happened. He sat all the way up, like not resting against the back of his chair at all. He was like front of his seat, like, whoa. And he was into every second of it. I was like, this is awesome. Like, (laughs) I was just happy to see him loving it so much. Yeah, that's really cool. So I think me being there with him and seeing his reaction actually bumped up my grade for this movie just because of how much I enjoyed watching Logan enjoy it. 
I was, you know, I actually like when you go to like the kids movies with Logan because we watch some movies and we like pick it apart. And we're like, this movie like wasn't funny. Like this movie didn't cater to the adults at all. But then you said like you've seen some movies for like kids and like they even bored Logan a little bit. Like I'm trying to remember what it was, if it was Ugly Dolls or if it was Wonder Park. No, it was actually uh, Arctic Dogs. Arctic Dogs. That's what it was. Yeah, he is like couldn't give a shit. Wonder Park he really liked because it was his first time ever going to a movie. And Ugly Dolls, he really liked. And I'm like, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's going to land on a, t- a bottom 10 list. <laughs> yeah. Way to go, Junior. But yeah, no, I I actually kind of like that just because like, you know, two dudes in our 30s, like picking apart a kids movie. Yeah. But like, I like to hear that, you know, he liked it or whatever, because obviously if he didn't like it, then there's a, there's a problem. Right. They're not hitting their target audience. then. Yeah. They need to re-examine. But Pixar's really good at that. I mean, he watched Coco on repeat for like two years. Yeah. That sucks. I mean, I wouldn't be able to do that because Coco makes me like cry every single time I watch it. (laughs) So I wouldn't be able to do that. Oh, I've gotten immune. (laughs) Yeah. I've I've grown numb to that child's pain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. And the climax is is really cool. And I really like the kind of like the twists and turns of it. Tom Holland's character wants to see his dad for the first time. He's like, I always wanted to meet him. But then you find out that Chris Pratt's character never got to say goodbye to his dad. Right. So when the movie, like the end of the movie comes around, Tom Holland's character is basically like, I got this. Like you go say bye. Like I always had someone like watching over me. Like you, you, you have your moment. I, I don't know. I, I thought that was so awesome. And then just the way, like the whole thing plays out where he's in the rubble and he's just looking through the rocks. Yeah, he couldn't, he didn't even see his dad's face. Yeah. Dude, I'm a guy who loves sad endings. And even in that moment, I was like, no, man, he has to see his dad. Let him meet his dad. This is fucked up. Logan I, looks like, over I just at you. wanted a happy Pixar. One time, you can give us a happy ending once. I think, I think the ending of this movie is happy enough. But yeah, it, it really doesn't play out the way that I think you would expect it to. No, not at all. So I, I really appreciated that. You know, I don't, I don't know if there's anything else that... That was one of the big things hitting me in the feels. It's like, man, after all of this, he doesn't get to meet his own dad. But then, like, he has that, like, the thing in his memory. Because he uh, Tom Holland's character makes the list of all the things that he would want to do with his dad for their one day they get to spend together. Yeah. And then as he's going through, he realizes... I got to do all of these things with my brother. My brother's always been there and he's taken care of me and watched over me. And that's, that's, what's really, you know, important that he's always been there for him. And that's great, but it makes me sad. <laughs> but also I meant to bring this up earlier. One of those things that he wants to do is learn how to drive. And I'm assuming based on the freeway that he has to merge onto, did this take place in New Jersey? <laughs> I wonder what like the fantasy version of New Jersey would be called. <laughs> Poo Jersey. <laughs> I love Jersey. Um, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, that freeway was. I I actually kind of laughed at that. So like you got to merge, and it's just like the most absurd <laughs> merge. Yeah. No gaps. But yeah, man. I you know I I really liked it. it. It hit me in the feels. I think so much of like the nerdiness and the the family aspects resonated with me and. You know, it's just it was thoroughly entertaining throughout because all the action scenes are great. There's some good comedy in it. The visuals are great. So it was only if it wasn't for like a few subplots and like just the step down and what I thought the characters looked like, this would be like 
landing on literally everything for me. Yeah, definitely. Oh, something something I probably should have asked you before we even got into the review, though, but uh, assuming you don't have any other notes on the movie itself, right? No, no. Okay, cool. Did you get a short? Because I know when we saw Toy Story 4 together, oh, there was no yeah. short. Yeah. Th- okay, so th- I actually forgot to, to mention this, but yes, I did get a short. And Ooh. So did you? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I got a short, and I was I was really into it. It's a Simpsons uh, the, short. The Maggie, the Maggie thing? Yeah. Okay, cool. So we got the same one. Yeah, dude, I loved it. Yeah. I was so happy. You know what? Like, I said this to Brandon, and I think a lot of people know this. I, I love The Simpsons. Like, that's one of my favorite shows ever. Me too. And uh, I thought the actual short itself was, like, lacking a little bit. But I did not give a shit. Like I was just so like I was like, oh shit, The Simpsons, and I was like, yeah, like now Disney actually owns this. Like that's really cool. Yeah. And and it's the the plot itself is super straightforward. Like there's really not much to it. But there is one part that actually made me laugh out loud in it. Uh, which part? The part when Maggie grabs the wheel on the car and then it cuts to them parking and Homer's just got his oh, arms behind his head. <laughs> yeah, he does not yeah. give a shit. <laughs> that part made me laugh. He's just letting the baby drive. He's like, okay. Yeah, man, I uh, I was I was really into it because I was wondering. I was like, are we gonna get a short? They haven't really done a short for a couple movies now because they didn't do it for Toy Story. And then this is this was Disney, but there wasn't one for for like um, Frozen when I saw that. I wasn't sure if they were gonna do anything, but sometimes Disney will. Yeah, like there was a Frozen for Coco. They put out a half hour long Frozen short. And it was in theaters for like the first two weeks and everyone was complaining about it. Like I've been in the theater now for an hour, if you include the trailers and the movie hasn't started yet. So they pulled it after two weeks. So I actually never saw it when I went and saw Coco. Yeah, that would piss me off, too. Yeah, as a parent, like if if I was going by myself, like for the show, I'd be fine with that. But I was getting nervous about because we didn't mention it. Onward is an hour and 50 minutes. Yeah, it's, it's a little That's bit longer. a long time to sit with a child. Yeah. Because they don't have the attention span to really want to sit. I mean, most of the time when we're home, Logan just wants to watch YouTube videos that are only like six minutes a piece. <laughs> and and that doesn't keep his attention. <laughs> yeah, no, he'll still be like, all right, I want a new one before it's over. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? <laughs> but but that's why I, I I thought this movie did a good job because it was it was exciting. It was entertaining, even for a child. Like he never really, he wasn't fidgety at all. He did, he was like cuddly and stuff, and for a minute I was like, "Is he gonna fall asleep?" But he never did, and, uh, and no, it was, it was just a good time. Nice. I think I think the quality of a kids' movie can be based on how annoying your child is. If your child's fidgeting and annoying, and they want to they want to stand up or they want to do this and that, or they're talking too much to you, it's because they're not invested and they don't give a shit of what they're looking at. This movie, he was chill. <laughs> at most, he would be like, "I want more popcorn." I'd be like, "Okay." <laughs> He was like, where are them churros at? Yeah, well, I was at an AMC. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, you know, I was I was super stoked that it was... One, I was just happy that we got a short because we haven't been getting them. And then once it was a Simpsons one, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. I was so happy. I just wanted to mention that before we talk tomatoes. Yeah. You got them for me? I do. The critics, tomato, they are bringing this in at an 87%. Okay, B plus. A B plus. Tomato, the audience, bringing this in at a ninety-five percent. So we got B Ooh, plus to an, to an A. Yeah, man. All right. Okay, B plus to an A. This is tough. This is tough. 
I'm gonna say tomato, which mm-hmm. is the A, right? That's the A. But my grades in the middle, I gave it an A minus. I am right there with you. Same. Yep. A minus and yeah, tomato. Very nice. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, because like like what we said, for me the animation wasn't a huge letdown. It was a little bit jarring, just that that difference, but it didn't bother me. I don't think as much as it might have bothered you. Uh, for me, it's really I didn't feel like there was uh, enough of a antagonist really pushing the line along. In this movie, the real villain is time. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, they have a countdown. They're like, we only have twenty four hours to do this. That's the real driving force. But that doesn't, it, it never really built the tension for me the way I felt like I should feel for them. Like, you know, like I, at no point did I ever feel like their journey was never going to work out, you know? Yeah. Which in a way, I guess it didn't, but. Yeah, it kind of didn't. That's kind of why I was surprised by the turn it takes towards the end. But I also thought that that turn was also like really smart and then in subverting your expectations. Yeah. So like that ended up being a positive, but then in that sense, then it's like, okay, then it. Yeah, like it didn't, there wasn't enough of a, uh, there wasn't like any real hurdles that I saw them struggling with. So yeah, that was the only thing. Yeah, they have hurdles in the movie, but for me- They're small and they get through them quick. Yeah, like, you know, when they they get back and they're at the same place that they started at, like that whole section's over within like a couple minutes. (laughs) So yeah, I I completely agree with that. And yeah, like I said, I don't, I don't think this is the best like written movie and- there were parts that made me laugh, but I think the parts that made me laugh weren't like as smartly written as like a Toy Story or something like that. There was just things that I had a problem with. So like I'm ranking this, you know, I'm, I'm giving this an A minus. It might actually be more of like a B plus, but so much of it connected with me that it, I just, it had to bump the grade up for me. I feel you on that. I feel you, bruh. So yeah, man, I, I really liked it. This is my highest rated movie of the year so far. Oh yeah. This is my second A minus because yeah. I just gave Invisible Man. That's two back to back. Yeah. And then, I mean, I, I always keep forgetting. I forget what you gave the the gentleman. That may have been a B plus. Or was that an A minus? Yeah, that was B plus. All right. It's been a banger of a year so far. Yeah, it has been a good. Unfortunately, now the momentum's stopping for like the foreseeable future. Yeah, I know. But not our momentum. We're going to keep on going. Yeah. We got one more little segment of this uh, this episode. That's right. And we didn't even tease it, you fucking swampies. You had no idea it's coming. Surprise, yeah. bitch. <laughs> so we're going to rank our top five Pixar movies. Uh, we were talking about doing all of them, but one, there's a couple that we haven't seen, and two, that's a lot, and I think these are going to be hot takes, <laughs> so... Yeah, there's like 20-something Pixar movies now, and I haven't seen half of them. Uh, I think there's only two that I haven't seen. I never saw... I didn't see Cars 3 because I was like, I don't give a shit about Cars. I never really liked the Cars franchise, and yeah. I didn't see The Good Dinosaur, but I've heard that that's probably uh. the worst pixar movie so i haven't seen that i haven't seen inside out cars 2 monsters university shit i know there's other ones i just can't think did of you them see right brave now. nope didn't see brave it'd be easier to just list the ones i have seen well pretty much my top five is the ones i've seen you know what? i'll give i'll give the list real quick in case people just need a refresher so they know what we're pulling good, from good call in chronological order it's toy story a bug's life toy story 2 monsters inc Finding Nemo, The Incredibles, Cars, Ratatouille, Wally, Up, Toy Story 3, Cars 2, Brave, Monsters U, Inside Out, The Good Dinosaur, Finding Dory, Cars 3, Coco, Incredibles 2, Toy Story 4, and then onward. Got you. 
So I've I've seen most of those. There's about five or six I haven't seen. Okay. I'm assuming though they're the ones that like you don't need to see. <laughs> well, I actually haven't seen Wally. Oh, you, you know what? Hot take in its entirety, I should say. Okay. And same with Cars Three. I've never seen it in its entirety. I've seen bits and pieces. I was gonna say this might be a hot take because I know everyone really likes Wally. Wally's not. It's not up there for me. Like if if we made a, a full list, it would be in the probably the bottom like bottom third. So wow. Well, let's not spoil our top fives right away. Let's just get it going. Do you want right. to go first? I'll go first. Yeah. Because I, I normally go first with these. So my number five is actually Monsters U. Okay. Very cool. And that's, You had been talking about that. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think that's that's probably the biggest hot take on, on my list. Because I think that one, I actually think most people would put in like their bottom five. So. Wow. Yeah. But I, I really like Monsters U. So that's, that's my number five. Okay. Very cool. My number five. This might be a hot take. But it's Coco. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if that one would land on a lot of people's. It's a more recent one. And I think for me, the reason why that lands up there is the style is so cool and so unique to Pixar. And Logan had watched it on repeat for so long. And I'm not really tired of it. I don't hate it. Like, I've had other movies where I'm just like, kid, you have to stop watching this. This movie, I'll be walking around the apartment even if he's not home and just singing to myself, I'll just be like, walk around. Remember me though. I have to travel far. I'm like that song slaps. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying this because my number four is Coco. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Coco. A lot of it comes down to the animation because I was so blown away by it. That's a beautiful movie. It's a beautiful movie, both in terms of its visuals and its message. That's a movie that makes me cry multiple times. I think that Coco is their best standalone movie, as in like a new IP, since probably Up and Up came out in 2009. So, wow. Yeah, like I really like Coco. Coco was such like a a banger for me, especially because if you look at like their past movies, it was like Cars 3, Finding Dory was fun, but I didn't love it. I did love the octopus character in Finding Dory. Technically, that was awesome, but the good dinosaur was crappy. Inside Out, I like, but just not as much. And then Monsters U, but that was like a remake. And I did not like Brave at all. And then Cars 3, so. Yeah, yeah. a lot of, lot of uh, continuations of a series Yeah, at that point. I feel you. That's what makes these this year interesting, because you have Onward and you have Soul, none of which are sequels. Yeah. You know, They're I, just starting I, fresh. I love, you know, Toy Story and Monsters, Inc., and... I would really love a Bugs Life sequel just because I really like that one too, but I don't know what you could do with that. But I like when you get the the new movies from Pixar. I like seeing the new ideas and new character models and stuff like that. I like seeing what they can do. That's, you know, the thing with like Incredibles 2 and and Toy Story, even though there is like a definitely like a, an improvement in the quality of the animation, you still have seen some of that stuff before. Like I like when... They can push what they can do. That's why Coco is so cool is because they really pushed what they can do with different characters and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, my number four is The Incredibles. First oh, one. Nice. nice. It's just, uh, just a good one. Mm-hmm. I just like it. I like superhero movies. I think for the time, the animation was great. I mean, the animation in all of these is great. It's just when you go back and you know what it is now, like obviously it looks like a step down. But if you think about like the year that it was when these movies came out, nobody was making movies that looked like that. Yeah, no. 
I will say also, like, for whatever reason, I always quote "Where's my super suit?" all the time. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. Me too. That's that's honestly the reason why it, it is where it is is just from "Where's my super suit?" <laughs> and I'm like, I'm the greatest super you're gonna ever get. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she says, I'm the greatest good you're ever gonna get. Cause he's like, We're talking about the greater good here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I really like Incredibles. That's that's a good pick. My number three, and again, I think this is also a hot take. My number three is a Bug's Life. Okay, very cool. I know that movie has a lot of hardcore fans out there. I I know it has a lot of hardcore fans, but I also know that it has a lot of people who are like, nah, that movie doesn't slap. I'm like, you're crazy. That movie didn't do it for me. Yeah, see, see, this movie has, and I think that's kind of how it is with a lot of this list. Maybe Monsters U and Coco don't fit into that category, but nostalgia is definitely a factor here. And I remember me watching A Bug's Life with my friend Andrew, like, over and over again. In particular, there's one part with, like, P.T. Flea in the circus that, like, we were dying at. And it might actually be my most rewatched Pixar movie because as a kid, I watched it all the time. And then I bought it on DVD when I was, like, late high school. And I just watched it, like, all the time like i i sleep with like my tv on a lot of nights and i would just put that on like the dvd player and just like put it on and fall asleep or whatever but yeah i just i just really like it the only con now looking back is i'm like god damn it kevin spacey's in this movie yeah so well it's either that or you watch ants and that has woody allen so <laughs> me me and my brandon were talking about ants earlier like this like early in the week and we were dying because like we're like what was that movie pitch like and it's like Okay, I'm uh, I'm pitching this children's movie, and it's about um, basically a uh, racial uh, racial profile about how like the you know people are 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 looking down at the underclass, and our main character is going to start in a therapy session. Yes, this is a children's movie, um, and <laughs> so they're going to battle, and he's going to have to uh, comfort the severed head of his lost comrade Barbados. Um, yes, this is, this is a children's movie. <laughs> Stay with me. Yep. He's going to kidnap the, the princess. All right. And then someone is going to beat him savagely and attempt to drown the entire colony. <laughs> I'm listening. There will be an Where off-screen rape scene. <laughs> like, <that> is, <laughs> so like, we were just like, how the fuck did they make that movie? Cause it's, it's so not a kid's movie. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that's one of the ones we do a retro review on. Maybe. I Ants is actually probably my most quoted movie of all time just because like I think it's so stupid at times, but there's so many things for whatever reason that we always quote. <laughs> it's a, kind of like an inside joke between me and my brothers. There you go. What's your number three? My number three, and this might be controversial, but it's Toy Story 2. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. I think a lot of other people might put that a lot higher. I mean, there's only two more spots higher that you could go. Yeah. But but some people, I know it's like their favorite Toy Story movie is Toy Story 2. See, actually, Toy Story 2 is, I think, on the bottom of my Toy Story rankings. So, yeah, man, I, that's, a, that's, that's, that's a little bit of a hot take for me, but I'm, I'm cool with it. I mean, Toy Story slaps so hard, so. Yeah, I thought about it because I was like, man, I think when we ranked them on the Toy Story episode, I might have put three above two. But nostalgia is coming in harder right now for this list. I was just like, you know what? I think two to me, because three I didn't see when it was in theaters. Three I saw once you lent me the the Blu-ray for two months. (laughs) For two months. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, 
No, I think I got that back to you faster than that. But two, there, there's a lot of really memorable moments, like the traffic cones and Big Al's toy barn. And I don't know why, like, I'll just randomly think of the scene where uh, the the guy is just slowly touching up Woody, and then he paints over Andy's name and all that. And that's like, a really cool scene because that's the guy from the the chess uh, short story, the the short before. I think I think that was the Bugs Life short. Oh, very cool. I didn't even know that. Yeah. The the Bugs Life short where the guy's playing checkers or chess or whatever against himself, that's that guy. Little little Pixar. Wow, Easter, very yeah. cool. Yeah. That's why that gets there for me. So Toy Story 2, number three. Uh, really cool. My number two is Toy Story 3. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, Toy Story 3 is... I'm surprised how much like that, I, that one stuck with me, but... I saw it with you know a group of friends. Actually, Ducky was with me, and we went and saw it, and it just like hit all of us. It was just we were playing in a band at that time. I think we went as a band to go see it, and it was just like a bunch of like dudes in our twenties crying. <laughs> yeah, I remember leaving the theater, and Ducky was like, "That last play session killed me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, but it's an emotional ride. Yeah, and you know what? Like, if that was the last one, like if they did that, it was the perfect way to end it. It was so good. It's I think it is the funniest Pixar movie that's come out. The animation from that is is just phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, Toy, Toy Story three is my number two. Very nice. My number two. Now we're getting down to it. To the nitty gritty. Yeah, we're we're almost we're almost to the end. But my number two, it's Finding Nemo. Oh wow, that's a good one though. That's a really good one. Finding Nemo was was a big deal when it first came out. Yeah. You know what? There's like a few animated movies when we were like younger that came out, and I feel like everybody quoted them. And Finding Nemo was one of them. Oh, for sure. The Just Keep Swimming thing is just that. That would be, I think, the number one thing that came out of that. Yeah, but everybody loved Dory. Like Dory was super funny. So yeah, I, I remember that. Not as big of a fan of Finding Dory. So I guess spoiler for my number one, it's not Finding Dory. It, it that just felt like a cash grab. I would uh I would have called bullshit if Finding Dory was your number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not not as into that. I have seen that more recently with Logan and everything yeah. not in theaters, but just once it was on Netflix and yeah, I don't feel it for that movie. Yeah, I do agree. I like the octopus character as a as a really cool addition. Yeah, the the rigging that went behind that character is just crazy i saw that and i was just so blown away by just that character i was like okay this movie's getting bumped up a little bit for me just because that one character is so awesome yeah uh my number one though i think you could probably guess it i think it's the same it's toy story yeah it's the same for me yeah toy story man so good it's the one that started it all yeah i was gonna say it's crazy that that was the number one like that was like the first movie they did and i i feel like that's gonna land number one on a lot of people's lists I think Up yeah. is going to land on a lot of people's lists as like one or two, which is why like that's I think Up is a better written movie than most of the movies on my list. I just for whatever reason, they these movies resonated more with me. But yeah, I think Toy Story, it's like their first one that they did. And it's just it's so good. And the characters are so iconic. I mean, there's a reason why they've made four of those movies. So, yeah, it's the movie that really kickstarted Pixar anyways. Mm hmm. Put them on the map. And that movie's from like 90, what, 98? No, that one, that movie's from 95. That's insane to think about the animation and the, the fucking, the innovation for that long ago. Cause if you look back, there's movies that were made in the early 2000s that don't look as good as Toy Story. Yeah, for sure. 
it's insane how ahead of their time they were in the and the story it's written so well and they invented so many like most movies you'll be lucky to get one or two really like lovable and quote unquote like marketable characters and that movie made like a dozen that movie made everybody like love piggy banks <laughs> yeah i didn't think it could be done i mean like all the characters that, that's the thing that movie has so many good laughs and it's so so well written. All the characters have great lines. Like, there's not a single character in the first Toy Story that feels like really wasted because you can pick out a funny line from almost every character in that movie. Yeah, no, for sure. Even the aliens. Yeah, I mean the aliens are like almost iconic now. <laughs> like no nobody goes to waste. So very cool. I'm glad we had this. I had a feeling we were gonna have the same number one. Yeah, it's hard not to put that at number one. It, it it's a banger. Yeah. Cool. I'm glad we did that. If anyone is upset about our list, <laughs> up would have been like right after that. Because <laughs> I think that's going to be the one that everyone's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but up I only saw twice ever. Like I saw it once like the year it came out and then I saw it once again, maybe a few years later. But I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah. The ones that I felt bad leaving off were up and the Incredibles. Those are the two that like kind of bothered me. And maybe Finding Nemo. I guess, yeah. Those would be like my six, seven, eight if I had to do a list. I got you. Well, we On ain't going that far. Yeah. I was going to say Onward, though, would, would be like in the conversation, though, too, because I really liked it. Oh, Onward is in my top 10 for sure. Yeah. So, very cool. Onward might be like number seven. Like, I'd probably put Toy Story 3 at number six and then put Onward at seven. Yeah. It's for me, like, it's right in the middle of everything. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. We We got one. And now we're going to have another pixar movie to do in a few months maybe quote who knows but yeah hopefully yeah we're gonna keep our fingers crossed and we're gonna keep the swampies up to date as much as we can so good idea follow us at two dudes movie reviews am i right like yeah why not you got nothing else to do right now definitely do it definitely keep a look out you know watch our stories and stuff like that don't just skip through them because I'm planning on doing a few like videos on there. Okay, very cool. Actually, actually, haven't even talked to you about that, but yeah, there's there's gonna be some video updates and stuff. So keep an eye out on that. Definitely follow us on there if you're not already, because uh, I like that. Yeah, during during the, this tough time, that's that's gonna be where you're gonna get all all the news. So uh, definitely follow yeah, us. There. All of the news for everything. Exactly. Yeah. All your no current matter events, what, we will update you and and leave us a five star review. Yeah, leave us a five-star review. We are seeing more of those coming in. We appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. You know, we love the Swampies so much. So we made two t-shirts for the Swampies specifically. Made you guys like your own Swampy logo, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's it's real slimy. <laughs> it's slimy. There's, yeah. Well, there's, there's two different logos for the Swampies, and there's one that has two color variants. So that's very cool. Yeah, that's right. You can get it in a red ring or in a blue ring. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see what that's all about, go to twodudesmoviereviews.com and head over to our shop and check that out. And you can see all the fancy stuff. And you can get it on mugs, magnets, notebooks, whatever the fuck you want. That's <laughs> how the internet works these days. I like Jeez, how aggressive just, that was. Yeah, whatever you want. You sounded just like Bam Margera. Yeah. <laughs> We're Viva La Bamming the show, guys. Yeah. Whatever the fuck I, I go want. Punch Phil. Me and Brandon the other day, we were actually talking about like stupid like 
slogans that were in like MTV shows. And one of them was the whatever the fuck I want from Bam. And the other one was nobody's wilder than the wild boys. <laughs> oh, so basically just all of the jackass related spinoff shows. Yeah, I was like, you guys are talking shit on me. Me and Brandon were saying that we're like, man, it'd be really cool if like you could like add like a subtitle to your text, like text group messages. Like, cause I have one with my brothers and we were like, we should just have like, it'd be like the brothers like chat name. And then below it, it would say like, nobody's wilder than the wild boys. <laughs> You can just change the chat name to that. Well, we already have a chat name to that. It's the Brothers Garcia. So, <laughs> oh, okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. See, uh, I'm in a few group chats, and we change the names fairly regularly without discussion. Just someone will change the name, and we'll be like, "That's amazing." <laughs> I've I have another one with um, it's me, Brandon Ryan, and then Liv. That's kind of like our our gaming text. If like if we're gonna all gonna go on a game, we're like, "Hey, we'll text that one." The na- one that yeah. name of that group is Wakanda forever. Okay. Yeah. Great appropriation guys. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Comic books are for everybody. It's not real. <laughs> At least we don't know if it's real yet. Yeah. It could be still be in hiding. Yeah, We're going to yeah. find out in black widow, which may or may not come out ever. What are you talking about? I don't know, man. We'll see the state of the world. It's going to come out. Don't do this to me. Yeah. It better. I saw the trailer again. Uh, when I went to the movies today and I got hyped. They put a new one out, right? Oh, I've, you seen that one? No, I haven't. Oh, it's sweet. We should talk about it right after we wrap this shit up. So you Swampies already know what to do. Stay tuned. Keep in touch. Pay attention to our stories because we're probably going to have you guys choose what the next episodes are. We actually had a poll up to find out what next week's episode is going to be. So now, as long as you, Colin, get to go to the movies... We already know what we're doing next week. And then after that, we're putting it in the Swampy's hands. It's going to be your show. You're all going to be producers on our show now. Have fun making no money off of it. <laughs> it's not a it's not a glamorous job, but someone has to do it. Yeah, we have to do it. There's no choice. And on that note, suck it, Swampies. <laughs> <laughs>